Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode of Hyperspace Hangout is brought to you by Jedi Knight Jory Webb. Hello and welcome to Hyperspace Hangout, a podcast by Star Wars fans for Star Wars fans. I am Matt Starwin. And I am Ezra Skyhopper. Welcome aboard the Outcast. This is the place for all Star Wars fans where we discuss your thoughts and theories about a galaxy far, far away. As serious question, when will we see Star Wars Episode Ten? Sometime after uh, Episode uh, Nine, I'm guessing. Maybe, right? (laughs) You think we see? I mean, do you think we see it in 2030? Do you think we see it in 20? 40 yeah we see it in 2020s i i don't know there's there it's it's literally the only uh two people talking about this are you and mike zero right now so i i don't (laughs) hey man he he posted a video saying star wars episode 10 like confirmed confirmed yeah i which i would love to be quite frank i would i would love for this episode nine to end and they'd be like the story continues right yeah it ends on a cliffhanger yeah i mean why not just repeat what they did in the Force Awakens? You know, mm-hmm. Luke's Luke's. I mean, you know, uh, Skywalker's rising, and you know he's he's back. He's he's not on Octu, but he's on another planet. He just Force projected. He just lives on. Right. Yeah. No, I, I people have actually said I, I, there was. Um, I don't know if it's an article or somewhere out there that that Ray, uh, that the character Ray would live on, and that Daisy Ridley had somewhat almost confirmed that she would be in another trilogy and all this stuff and i'm just sort of like what are we talking about right now like episode nine is not even not even out yet why, why are we talking about episode right now 10 it's just crazy now i hope 10 11 12 yeah yeah i mean i'm all for it i would love for the the the, the story to continue but i think see okay here, here, here's here's my question would an episode 10 be the skywalker saga or would it be a new would it be a new saga would it be something because if they what then you just would start the the episode's over, right? It wouldn't be an episode 10. It would be... Because episode 10 would be the continuation of the Skywalker saga, right? Right. Yeah, so, I mean, maybe maybe Kylo Ren and Rey have a baby. Yeah, maybe. Exactly. Maybe something you like know, that if, happens. If, like Raylo, the, if Raylo happens, or maybe Palpatine lives, you know? Maybe it's maybe episode wins. 10. Palpatine's still alive. Dude, could you imagine if it's sort of like a Revenge of the Sith situation, and we're just... We're, just, we're like, wait, what? 
Like, right. Ray didn't win. Like, she's she's turned to the dark side. It's it's like the story will continue. I mean, I would lose my my mind, uh, but I I don't think that's going to happen. But I really was always hopeful that there would be a way for the Skywalker line to continue because that was what was cool about the extended universe is that you had um, Ben Skywalker, you had uh, we talked about it last week, Jason and Jaina, Solo, and the continuation of of um, all of that. That that line, I mean, you her, her and Jagged fell getting together and having a child. So it, the, the the bloodline continues on, but I don't know if it's going to in this. I just don't. If, if Kylo Ren stays on the dark side, or if he's destroyed, well, do you think that the Game of Thrones writers D and D, you know, Dan mm-hmm. and Dave, um, you know, it's never really been confirmed as to what their you know project is going to be. Right. I, I thought I had saw, whether it was them or Ryan Johnson, I can't remember which of those trilogies. That's still all kind of hazy to me, and I think... And, and that, I think I think a lot of that's still up in the air. I don't, think they're, I don't think they're actually planning on two more trilogies. Yeah, me too. I mean, they're... It, because I, I, I read somewhere that one of them was going to take place with a whole new batch of characters. D&D, essentially. We're going to get to go do something in another part of the galaxy in a different time that was untouched that was completely untouched and i thought well that's got to be like i mean the old republic or going going backwards before the prequels you know way back in the timeline and then what 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 i was hearing and what i was gathering was that ryan johnson might continue um on with another trilogy uh whether it's after i mean would it be after episode nine or would it be filling in a gap somewhere else i i just don't because the mandalorian is kind of already a a gap filler as a TV show, and it's it's um, adding to the story a little bit, but it's also taking place on like the outer rim, kind of away from all of the heavy hitters. So we're not g- getting a TV show that's going to focus on what happened to Luke and Leia and Han right after the Return of the Jedi. I don't think we're ever going to really get something like that in TV show format or in um, movies. So. I mean, maybe event, maybe at some point, but certainly not any time here in the near future. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it would be, it would be really cool to have an episode ten. But then, at, you you ask the question, when would that happen? It would have to be much later, I would think. I I think it'd be something that they just kind of like they leave it a little bit open ended. They leave episode nine kind of open, and maybe there's a chance for the story to continue. But they say, all right, we're moving on. We're we're leaving that there. And then you never, that's the timeline that we're always, that's the jumping point where we would always push forward to continue the Skywalker saga. If they close up that, then, I don't know, then I think you have to go elsewhere. Or or, or if you do move on, how do you, okay, let me ask you this question. If after episode nine is over and Rey still lives and continue and she's, she's creating a new order, how do you do another movie after that without her or without referencing her she'd have to be either much older you'd have to do a time jump wouldn't you you'd almost have to like jump ahead and say well if you if you go back to knights of the old republic and the old republic yeah i mean it's you know it's so far in the past that i mean obviously you're you're talking about going into the past you can talk about whatever you want yeah but um you know like at the end of knights of the old republic 2 when you're you're talking with uh Mm mm-hmm uh, the the Sith, 
um, she talks about she can see into the future and she describes the events of um, oh, yeah. the main series. And she yeah. says, you know, they're, uh, they're, the Republic will, will fall and an empire will, you know, be like created essentially is what she, what she says. Um, and it could be something, you know, like that where you just pick a, pick a, you could pick something in the middle. You don't have to go back to the old Republic. You could pick something so far in the past that, hey, we're, just, we're here and we can do whatever we want. Yeah. Or you go so far in the future yep. that the past, that this story feels just like that, where it's so far in the past it doesn't really tie into anything. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what they did at the end of, uh, right before Disney purchased everything. Some of the comic books, uh, I forget what they were called, what it was. I can't remember, but it focused on like Cade Skywalker, and it was he was generations later. I mean, he was it was like hundreds of years later. Um, so you you it was really kind of muddled as to how the Skywalker line continued, and they never really told you how it continued through Ben or how the name Skywalker was passed on. You just knew that Ben was a young survivor. Uh, he was the sur- surviving son of Luke. I mean, Luke was even still alive at the end of like his story never got like wrapped up in the EU, and then. Boom, all of a sudden they decide to do a comic book series where they flash forward um, and they just sort of, they don't really even talk about it. It's just that it's been years and years and years and Master Skywalker clearly had died and maybe Ben had passed on uh, the Skywalker name and he had descendants and Cade Skywalker ends up speaking with Luke Skywalker and stuff. So that would be something kind of cool. You could still have Daisy Ridley be Rey who is, but we're talking about Years, years later, I just don't think it would be episode ten, unless they're, unless they're really gonna, unless it is a continuation of of a Sky, the Skywalker line and family. I, I just be kind of confusing if they, if we don't get some more details on on, uh, you know, who's well. We, we well, I think that nine. right, and I think that if you were to do episode, I just don't think they'd call it Star Wars Episode Ten. If yeah. it was so far away, I think they would call it something else, like Star Wars. You know, yeah, whatever. They, they, I don't, yeah, you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. The, so that's what I'm saying. So when they say this, this saga is over. I mean, they they keep saying that this the saga is coming to an end. It's it's over. The Skywalker story is done. So my whole thing is the Skywalker line doesn't have to continue anymore. It can end. Actually, that's up in the we we don't know if it doesn't end and there's a way to continue with a solo bloodline or whatever. Uh, then that that that's kind of neat. I just don't know. All those rumors about Daisy Ridley being in something are just kind of kind of confusing. And you're kind of like, wait, what? What's up with that? But we, we just thought it was interesting. You know, old Mike Zero is already looking ahead to uh, episode ten, and and he's letting us know that it's confirmed. Okay, it is confirmed. He's <laughs> according to him. So um, right. Well, I mean, it's, he he and he's saying that Christian Bale is going to be in it. What? That's just crazy. That's wild. I mean, cool. I wouldn't mind if Christian. Do you Bale want? Were. Would you? Would you? Do you want to see Christian Bale as a Jedi? Well, I see him in Star Wars some way. I don't. I don't know if I want to see him as a Jedi. I don't know about that. I mean, he's he's more of a rugged type of play, play like some type of rugged character. I, I don't. I don't know if he's going to be like a master on the council or something. I don't know. I think I could see him as a Jedi. Yeah, I mean, we we brought up Kyle Katarn last week. He kind of looks like and maybe could even play a character like that who's. Kyle Katarn, yeah. Who's not um, your traditional Jedi, I think, but I don't know. That'd be yeah, interesting. What big what big actor do you think would fit well in Star Wars that, is, that hasn't yet been in Star Wars? Wow. Wow. 
I don't know. Here's here's something. So as much as I love Stranger Things, I wish all of those kids. I, I hope they grow up and have a chance to like be in Star <laughs> be Wars. Be in Star Wars. <laughs> uh, I think they're I think they're all great, and I just I'm like, man, uh, be cool to kind of see see them. The the reason I thought of that I was I was we were watch, we were watching the most recent season. And it's just sort of like the powers that L has. They're they're kind of Jedi like, and I'm like, man, she pretty can, much she can use the Force. So we might as well. Hey, the upside well down could be could be an extension of the Force. Yeah, I mean there could yeah that maybe that that's the that's the other side and that's that's Earth in a galaxy far far away, perhaps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know. Do you have a, do you have an, an actor actress whoever that you'd like to see in Star Wars? Somebody who I think would fit really well in Star Wars as a Jedi. So like Liam Neeson, you know, and they bring Liam Neeson in for Episode One. It's perfect. Yeah, and then they and Samuel Jackson ends up working out fine. Christopher Lee. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, the, then this time they went with people who we didn't really know. Obviously, Adam Driver, Daisy Ridley, John yeah, Boyega. Yeah. Um, so if they were to bring in um, maybe somebody that we haven't seen, I got to think about that. I don't know. Now I'm thinking about Christian Bale, and I think Christian Bale could work. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. I think, I think, I think Christian Bale could work could work really well as as a Jedi. Well, if if they got around to it, um, the guy I don't, I don't know how to say his last name, but the guy that plays Sir Barristan Selmy, um, wasn't he in Star Wars for something? Maybe has he been in? Maybe Star he Wars? like voice. Maybe he did voice acting for something. Yeah, let me see. I but yeah, he was he was a sick. I, I think of people like the guy who played um, Sir Arthur Dane, right? Right. Yeah, that yeah. guy. That guy looks sick. You know, like like let's let's have him in uh, in. Oh yeah, he did. So. Um, he was. I knew. I thought he was uh, G- General Dodonna. He played General uh, Dodonna in uh, Rogue One, I guess. All right, nice. Yeah. So, anyways, cool. I don't know. It's neat to kind of think about and speculate. Yeah. See who who they might cast in a new um, new Star Wars movie. But we do actually have. So you know, typically uh, here on the Outcast. Um, we don't always get like the hollow net where we're relying on the relay station to, to get our news and, and what have you. We do have a couple articles, things we wanted to kind of go mm-hmm. over. And I yeah, want things we want to talk about a little bit. Yeah. I, w- I wanted to start with, um, a more, I don't know, kind of a controversial one. It's this, uh, I think it's Bob Iger's sort of, uh, uh memoir or something that, that he was, where he noted he, he he mentioned in here George Lucas and and how he was uh, upset or or almost quote felt betrayed by the sequel approach by the way in which they approached the sequels you know I, I've I've mentioned it before in 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 previous episodes just that like George kind of had uh, he was involved for a little bit there at the start of the Force Awakens and for some reason he just kind of you know it's there it's it's he just left it to Disney didn't didn't want to put any uh, didn't didn't really give them any input, and and, and Bob Iger in, it kind of reveals that like he had pitched in the in the negotiations uh, when when they were when he was selling Star Wars and Lucasfilm, he pitched an idea, a story, and he kind of thought that they were going to go with that. And Bob Iger kind of uh, mentions that he 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 didn't intentionally mean to he didn't mean to like I guess like mislead. Uh, George and he felt like he didn't mislead him and he was very clear about what they were doing but I guess George kind of thought they were going to run with his story or, or, or the outline of his story right so he must have had a completely different yeah, I think he was idea. going with maybe what the EU was 
He might have. I mean, I don't know. It it, it seems like it was draft. It must have been very different. And once he found out that it was going a different way, well, let me see if I can read some of this. So, okay, in two thousand. Well, I cert. I, here's the thing. Yeah. Regardless of what he may ha- or may not have said in interviews, you know, just trying to be nice, I can tell you right now, there's no way that George Lucas, in his heart and soul, liked the the way Luke was portrayed in the Last Jedi. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't think so. Man. Do you? Do you think well, that? Do you think deep down, he, I, n- he. I mean, that's the. I'm just like you and I have talked about it. And like, I don't really necessarily have a problem with Luke. You know, like you could say, air quote, turn to the dark side or trying to get rid of Kylo because he realizes there's all this dark power in him or whatever. Yeah. Um. But do you think that, like most fans who really did not like that, do you think that George Lucas deep down did? Okay, I tell you what. What I've read is that is that he actually felt like I think he had more positive things to say about the Last Jedi than he did the Force Awakens. And the and let me tell you, let me explain why why I think he said that because he's always been someone who wants to see things move forward, and he wants people to be bold. His criticisms of the Force Awakens were were this. Um, well, first he said, leading into it, he said, "I think the fans are going to love it." Very safely said, the fans are going to love it. Um, that same year, this is a, literally a quote. Uh, so it says, that same year he said, Disney's handling of the films, which was referred to as, quote, his kids, made him feel like he'd sold them to the white slavers. That's crazy. I, I read that. I was like, what? And that's something that they're kind of, uh, th- th- I guess that's something he said somewhere. Who knows? He must have been pretty bent out of shape about The Force Awakens and, and how it was being handled. So Bob Iger has gone on to kind of address that and said that Lucas, quote, did not hide his, his disappointment over The Force Awakens. Um, and this is, this is uh, his memoir called um, The Ride of a Lifetime, Lessons Learned from 15 Years as CEO of Walt Disney. So, yeah, there we go. Lucas uh, felt that there was, quote, nothing new about the sequel directed by J.J. Abrams. Quote, in each of the films in the original trilogy, it was important to Lucas to represent new worlds, new stories, new characters, and new technologies. In this one, he said, there weren't enough visual or technical leaps forward. Iger. That's something Iger was saying. He was referring um, to what he thought, you know, or right. you know, summarizing right. some of his conversations with George Lucas. So, now Iger goes on in to, to, with, with this take. He says, um, uh, he, he, he wasn't wrong. Uh, but he also wasn't appreciating the pressure we were under to give um, the fans a film that felt uh, quintessentially Star Wars. He said, quote, we intentionally created a world that was visually and, and tonally connected to the earlier films to stay um, to not stray too far from what people loved and expected. And George was criticizing us for the very thing we were trying to do. So. He criticized them saying, well, it's, it's basically the same thing. And and really, Bob Iger is saying, and that's actually, that was our goal, was was to set out to make something that would connect it uh, back to what he had done. It's that, it's, it's that transitional first movie, like we're going to do something that, like we want fans to know that we appreciate uh, Star Wars for what it was. The history. Yeah, and, and we're yeah, not going to completely yeah, just bulldoze it we want to show them that it's in good hands and it's and it's we're, we're safely transitioning uh this whereas lucas wanted them to be bold and to just you know go for it 
And I think they kind of thought, well, we want it to look and feel like Star Wars as much as we can, and we don't want people to... So, I don't know. I think they were threading a needle there trying to... With, with, with all of that. So this is all this is all fascinating to me because I, for a while, have wondered what George has thought about this. And he doesn't speak a whole lot publicly about this. So to have Bob, Bob Iger come out and kind of talk about some of this is, I, th- I think, really interesting. Um, let's go on down here. How, uh, duh, duh, duh. So they talk about the, the purchase for the $4.05 billion. Uh, George, Ooh, sign me up. Yeah, sign me. Yeah. Uh, however, some well, here, here's a it, question. Yeah. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to steamroll. I don't want to steamroll you. Well, wait, 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 what's up? Would you rather have four billion dollars, or have the rights to Star Wars? Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> the rights to Star Wars, right? I I don't know. Like I, I mean, that'd be crazy. I mean, if I could you know, like that. I don't know. That's a lot of pressure, though. That's, that's you could a lot craft of... it. You could do whatever you wanted. You could shape the story. I mean, see that. See that basically says that I think I think I know where I, I think I know the direction Star Wars should go, and give it to me. And I I'm, I know I kind of always caution people on on that, and you know, people who who jump on Disney and want to kind of slam them for their handling of Star Wars. It's like, boy, it's a you know, it's it's a big undertaking. And they're trying to they're trying to move it forward like George wants to, and they, and 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 keep it progressive, but at the same time, make sure that it still feels like Star Wars. They're really bal- It's a balancing act. I, it's tough. I might just take the four point uh, zero five billion dollars. I might just, you know, that'd be, be kind of crazy. Um, so, anyways, uh, let, let's let's see here real quick. George immediately got upset as they began to describe the plot. So, here we go. The Force Awakens arrived. Um, it was, uh, let's see, The Force Awakens arrived and mostly fared well with critics and fans. However, some found it uh, deriv- derivative of the original trilogy, and Lucas apparently had his own issues with it. Quote, George immediately got upset as they began to describe the plot, and it dawned on him that they weren't using one of the stories he submitted during the, the negotiations. Iger wrote, quote, George knew we weren't contractually bound to anything, but he thought that our buying the story treatments was a, uh, a tactic promise that we'd follow them. And he was disappointed that his story was being discarded. Um, I'd been so careful since our first conversation not to mislead him in any way, and I didn't think I had now, but I could have handled it better. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, he ba- they, there was a story. There was something, and it was discarded it seems like right it says he was disappointed that his story had been discarded um, yeah i mean because didn't he have a conversation with like mark hamill carrie fisher and harrison ford yeah and, and, and kind of talked about that he was going to sell it would they be interested in in, in reprising their roles yes absolutely so do you so do you think that he i think outlined, he had a story in mind do you think he outlined his story to them and then Ooh. they signed, like, essentially said yes. And then Disney was like, "Hey, we're doing like." And do you think maybe that's why he got upset? I don't think he. I don't know that because he, he'd because ar- he'd already kind of talked it over with them first. See, I don't think so. I, or do I, you think that? Or do you think it's the other way around? Do you think he, you know, I he Disney approaches him. He says, "Hey, I'm like sure I'd be willing to sell it." You know, right? And he's like an ambassador. Where you know, hey, I'm going to sell it to Disney. 
they want to do three more movies. Would you guys be down? Sure, sure. It, it, it seems like, too, that he pitched a story or he had this idea and something that he that he submitted to them, and they bought the rights to that, but then they didn't use it. Does that make sense? Sort of like like they didn't want um, well, like whatever the outlined story was. So let me see here. Um, yeah, so when they described the plot, it dawned on him that they weren't using one of the stories he submitted during the negotiations. Um, he thought that our buying of the story treatments, so they bought the story treatments, um, that when they bought those, that that was going to be this tactic promise that they would follow them. But they didn't. They, they, they just bought the rights to the Like, they made sure that they, they had that. Uh, and th- and then, they, then they didn't use it. They went their own direction. So, anyways, um, you know, Iger added that George felt betrayed, and while his whole this whole process would never have been easy for him, um, we'd gotten off to an unnecessarily rocky start. So, you know, every time I bring up that when George is working with JJ now, or he's he's being included in some of the reshoots and stuff, I think that's a great thing. I think a lot of the 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 clashing and the, and, and the struggle um, that took place. I don't know if it was necessarily between JJ. And George, I, it might have just been higher ups or people who who wanted to go a different, I don't know, like like a different direction. It'd be interesting to hear uh, more about that. But uh, it's just kind of unfortunate, you know. It, it's I I do want to know what the story was that that George was uh, pitching. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, and they and they chose, you know, the Last Jedi over whatever George Lucas wrote. So either it was either awful or they just thought they've had something better. Well, and, and see. What the the reason I I was kind of hesitant on like the whole how, how does George feel about the treatment of Luke Skywalker? It's like he he's always he's always every time I've heard him speak or I've heard people speak about him, he likes to be edgy and and push things and and right know, maybe right. a character maybe a character like Luke Skywalker does go down uh, not not to the dark side. I mean, but, you know, let's not forget we know you and I joke about right the count you know how many younglings yeah. the man can kill, but at the end of the day. In a PG movie, he has a guy killing kids. Yes, he does. I mean, he doesn't actually show it. That's under his supervision. Yeah, but they talk about it. I mean, he wrote that. Yeah, that's that's part of the story. I mean, that's pretty dark. So, I don't know. I I, I think that's why he was a little bit more. His his remarks around the Last Jedi were kind of like. I think he said he loved it. I think he was like, it, it was great because I think that was my big thing when we were doing it. In the defense of the Last Jedi, I think I said, "Hey guys, it, like, like at the end of the day, George Lucas loved it." So, I see, mean, I don't know if he actually loved it or if he's just saying it because he just wants to play nice. He maybe I'm just taking him at his word. You know, that's what he said. <laughs> so, yeah, but, but I mean, he did seem to have more positive remarks, and then those didn't change. You know, like what he said before the Force Awakens was, "I think the fans are going to love it," and then the difference is during the last when he saw the Last Jedi. He's like, I loved it. So I'd have to find that. But I just remember that being something I was saying. I was I was saying that left and right. I was like talking about how much he seemed to like that uh, because it was edgy and, and it sort of pushed Star Wars into this different direction. Uh, and, you know, so. But now he's, I, I think with the passing of Carrie Fisher, they're, they're in a spot where let's bring in George Lucas. Let's Let's figure out a way. Bring in the master, right? Bring in the master and figure out how to bring this whole thing home. Uh even though he felt a little betrayed in the beginning, uh, you can still bring him back in and, and say, you know what, let's patch things up. It's, it's it's a new day. Let's start over. Help us out here. I hope that's going on. I really don't know. I, I, I'm just wishful thinking. I like, I like to think that, you know, George Lucas is in there kind of, 
he, you know, he he and JJ are side by side looking at stuff, and I, I love when I see it. he right. shows up on the set of The Mandalorian with John Favreau. I'm like, oh my god, that that's amazing. I, I I love that he's there because it just he created this, and and as you said, once remember when um, Colin Trevorrow was was outed as the when well, he was out he was um, removed as the director for episode nine and you said to me well the obvious choice for the, the obvious choice is is george lucas george lucas yeah where's where he I at mean, it's the obvious choice to me is still george lucas has the movie is the movie come out yet oh so you can still fix it you right know, i mean or work on it <laughs> yeah so anyways I, I i don't know i found this fascinating and i might actually go see if there's more to this and this is just uh, i was i was looking at um cnet.com I, I just found this uh this was september this was today september 24th so this just came out today. I, I yeah, was I, yeah, I'm, re- I'm, yeah, I'm reading the same article on IGN right now. So yeah, it's on a bunch of different sites. So it's fascinating. Um, I'd love to get people's thoughts on that, and if, if people uh, have, if, if actually, if any of our listeners could track down some of George Lucas's thoughts or comments on the Force Awakens or the Last Jedi, I'd, I'd love to look at him. I mean, he even had he's he's had things to say on the on on Rogue One and uh, Solo and and. You know everything. Everyone wants to run stuff by George. What do you think? How did they do? Uh, and that's got that's got to be tough. That's that's yeah. hard. So it's it's just are, are you entertained? Is it in, is it enjoyable? Um, it, 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 he doesn't own it anymore. He's not in charge of the of the direction and in, in the where it's going. Although he picked Kathleen Kennedy to be in charge of that uh, and, and be to to head Lucasfilm and and. Um, and guide it. So I don't know. I think. Well, I mean, is she like a Disney executive, and he had to like pick between like three or four people, or did he like hire? Is she was like, yeah. I you don't know what know. I mean? I mean, it's it's like saying, well, okay, I picked, mm. you know, I picked if I if I was presented with three ice cream flavors that I hated, I picked the one I hated the least. You know, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I I I don't know much about her. Um, Right where she was with before, Steven Spielberg before, and and she's done some different things with him. So if, I, I think he kind of knew her through other other projects and stuff. Um, yeah, she actually found looks like, looks like she co-founded a, a production company with Steven Spielberg and Frank Marshall. So we know that Spielberg is close with Lucas. I, I just have a feeling. Well, her first film as a producer was E.T. <laughs> Holy cow! Anyways, so I don't know. I, it's it's just interesting uh, to to kind of think about. But let's move on. There's uh, we we have, we have one more kind of article we wanted to to discuss here. Uh, coming up, um, is this next Friday or something? I think this is like mm-hmm. the yeah yeah. The, we have a big toy drop, right? We've got uh, new. What are they calling that again? It's like triple triple force Friday. Triple for, is that what it is? Something. Anyways, you guys know what it is. (laughs) So we have images. uh, We've got some of the descriptions of the toys that are coming out. So Supreme Leader Kylo Ren, right? He now has that title, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren. He's on the Black Series, um, you know, uh, toy on the back cover. um, Yeah, man, it's called Triple Force Friday. It's on StarWars.com. They're going to be doing live streaming. Sweet. Okay, cool. So yeah, so so they're kind of Warwick Davis, man. He's going to be doing stuff. Oh yeah, okay, cool. It will feature appearances from Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, Anthony Daniels, Billy D. Williams. Wow. 
Wow, that's pretty big. Yeah, I know. I, I saw that they were pushing it today, so I was kind of like, "What is what? What's going on here? What what is all this?" Um. So is that so they're dropping? So they're they're revealing some of these toys, or is that, am I wrong in that? What's so Triple Force Friday next week, which includes the Rise of Skywalker, the Mandalorian, the Jedi Fallen Order. Um, as always, the backs of the figures include character descriptions. Uh, some of these have already been public knowledge, like the Sith Trooper via the costume display at D23. Uh, but it, yeah, so there's going to be some, right. of, some of that is going to be revealed um, coming up here soon, which is which is pretty neat. I mean, you've got like uh, Cal Kestis is, is his action figures coming out. You've got the Mandalorian. Uh, it just need to read some of these descriptions. His body is shielded by Beskar armor. His face is a hidden is hidden behind a T visored mask, um, and his past is wrapped in mystery. Yeah. Mandalorian is is battle worn and tight lipped, a formidable a formidable bounty hunter in an ex, in an increasingly dangerous galaxy. Uh, so that's number ninety four, the Black Series. So, yeah, huh? Wow, and the Cal Kestis has the uh, that Black Series has the uh, buddy BD BD one with him in there as well, which is kind kind of cool. So yeah, he, do you own any of the any of the Black Series toys? I do a couple. Yeah, I do. Um, I actually have a pretty cool one I picked up at Celebration last year. Yeah, right behind me. I really want the Darth Maul. The Darth Maul one looks really awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was neat. boy. To get some of the some of those were being sold at the at the uh, Disney store at at Celebration. Like they had like a or like a Celebration store. It was next to impossible to get into. So I didn't I didn't get in there and get anything ultra exclusive or, or anything like that but i did pick up a jaina solo like they they actually sometimes they put it to a vote or they will look for fan favorite characters and they turn them into black series character uh figures and so jaina ended up getting um released as a part of the black series and so i i picked that up i have a couple more somewhere i've got like a, a i got a, a, several a, like a luke and ray and and poe dameron um I think I have Finn. I'm pretty sure. At one point, I started to kind of collect him, but you got to be careful with collecting. Once you once you go down that path, forever will it dominate your destiny, my friends. So be careful. Be very careful. Yeah, I don't. I'm not really big into the toy collecting uh, side of side of Star Wars. I mean, there's a handful that I want. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a big wide world if you want if that's the route you want to go down i mean it's 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 scary and i encourage people to do i encourage people to do so well it is but the thing is which when you look at uh kind of vintage collecting as well uh, i was told by by a good friend of mine uh that cardboard is expensive back back in the day old cardboard all right old uh kind of it some, is. some of the boxes that stuff was in the packaging is almost more expensive than the actual uh, you know, toy itself, which is crazy it is. to me. Yeah. Crazy. But there's actually, what's that big? There's a big toy show. Uh, shout out to my friend Jen Shepard, who uh, always tries to get me to. I, I missed it last year, and I, I want to go again. Uh, I want to try to go back this year because um, you can go down there and just pick up all sorts. You can buy a tote for like three or four bucks, and it's just a bunch of miscellaneous pieces to Star Wars, right. you know, figures. So there's an arm, there's a leg. It's like, uh, you know, it's it's ridiculous. Um, I've actually started to, at one point I was getting the original, like, Ewok characters. Started working on those, and, and I, I brought them up here, uh, in, into my little, you know, I got my little shelf here with all my, my toys and action figures, but, uh, 
it's a lot, man. It's a lot. There's there's a lot to. They're expensive. They're expensive. So, anyways, be careful about starting down that path. Um, there is a they, they I, I'm um if you guys go to Star Wars newsnet.com they're always leaking stuff be careful when you go there by the way there's they have all sorts of leaks and spoilers and, and stuff but uh, they are kind of talking about this uh, triple force Friday on October 4th and they've they have images of some of the uh, toys that are gonna be coming out so like a Sith jet trooper Zori Bliss is gonna be out uh, as an action figure Ray obviously an updated Ray Poe um, Finn and 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 so on but i think what's cool is people are looking at this mandalorian yeah i mean he looks sick he looks sick and i think that's 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 gonna be a that's gonna be an important grab right there so if we can get one of those that'd be huge um the the sith trooper has been a big deal i don't know why i it's did you see that poster by the way the other day of all the sith troopers and the whole someone posted it in our facebook group yeah let me see if i can find it real quick it was uh Kind of blew me away. Someone said it was a new image or a new poster, but it was all dark side characters. Really, it was a uh, Kylo Ren, um, and then a bunch of Sith troopers behind him, and some some Tie fighters and stuff. It was it was weird. I was and a it's bit, a new uh, it's an it's a new poster. Oh, it's just a, like a fan creation or something. I mean, they they said it was. Let me see who. Yeah, new poster. Um, I, this this looks. It actually doesn't look fan created, but. Yeah, it actually says, oh, that, oh, that's Star Wars Insider. Okay, that might be a cover or, or something there. Star Wars Insider. Yeah, the official magazine. So they have kind of like a, they did their own creative, uh, the Rise of Skywalker poster with, with dark side characters on it. But anyways, I say that because if you look at it, there's just, I mean, how many how many Sith Troopers are there? It looks like they've got a clone army. You know what I'm saying? That That looks like a clone army to me. Tons of them. Tons of them. So, and, and they all, you know, I don't know. It, it just, it's impressive. So, and it actually looks very similar to the first leaked poster that we had before the teaser trailer came out. I don't know if you remember that uh, that, that poster that had uh, C-3PO with the, with the bowcaster on it, pointing it at us. Uh, people thought it was fan-made. We weren't going into celebration. We thought, is this the poster? Are we going to get this? And maybe it was leaked and therefore... They decided not to make that the official poster, and we got obviously the uh, Palpatine rising over top of Rey and Kylo Ren fighting. That ended up being the poster that we that we got with the red and blue. But this one looks a whole lot like that first leaked poster, so I just kind of thought it was was interesting. Mike Charles posted this in our hyperspace hangout group, uh, so shout out to him. But yeah, I don't know. Anyways, uh, something we're gonna have to if you guys pick up something or, or there's some cool some good buys or purchases or whatever like uh let us know your brother's got to be on there getting some stuff right oh he is yeah i'm sure he i'm i'm sure he is he's 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 all about the star wars the toy collecting and figurines and stuff yeah so i mean i've told you my my, my collecting is, is basically the the legends books trying to get like hard copies uh hardback right. copies and yeah making sure i got the entire collection but um uh, that's a lot. That's a lot uh, yeah. as well. So, okay, um, let's move on here a little bit. We've got a couple different things that we wanted to, to – we wanted to dive into the Facebook group. We haven't had a chance to really go into the group and and really see what's going on there. Uh, it has been an absolute crazy couple of weeks for me. And uh, if, if you listen to Bend the Knee or Up Talking Tolkien, you guys will know as has been 
running around like like an absolute idiot. Hey, me uh, too, man. But it, yeah, it's it's just life it gets to us, right? So, anyways, let's mm-hmm. hop in here and see what uh, see what we have going on. We had oh, um, Jeremy Tobler kind of sent. I guess I guess he went to uh, Cincinnati Comic Con, the expo, and was able to meet up with John Morton and uh, Alan Harris. So those those are the people who played uh, Dak, and then uh, John was a fill in sometimes for Jeremy Bullock, who played uh, Boba Fett. And he got signatures. I, it was it was really cool. I, I was I, I'm kind of uh, jealous. The the Cincinnati Comic Con was the same weekend that I had the long expected party, and so I couldn't get down there uh, to see some of those individuals because I've been wanting to go for for quite some time. So maybe maybe next year. But uh, Alan Harris was Bosk and a Bespin guard, and so he got those signed and and a real cool picture of that in the Facebook group there. So shout out to him, Boba. He's no good to me dead. <laughs> so, uh, Bobby Butler, just to mm-hmm. ask again uh, about some of the EU books, where to begin. Uh, he's looked around at multiple websites and, and things, and I, I've been pushing the EU books on, on, on people. Although right now is not maybe the best time to start with the EU. Uh, it's just because there's so much... Uh, start, you know, new like This journey to the Rise of Skywalker, these books are coming out. Uh, we talked to our friend David Vogel over at the Contingency Plan podcast. He keeps up on them. Uh, he he reads. He's I think he's read every single thing that that's came out in in new canon so far. And Lindsay Gadotti, uh, right, Matt? Uh, we know she's super uh, into into the new canon books. Yeah, and she's hardcore into it. That's uh, Clash yeah. of Sabers. Yes, yeah. It, w- what's crazy is is that there there's basically there's so much right now that you could that you can read right here in this new canon that uh, it's it's almost overwhelming for, for, for even me. Uh, so I've had to kind of step away from my EU reading to make sure I'm, I'm, I'm keeping caught up with everything that's, that's, that's new canon. But if you haven't read anything and you just want to kind of dive in and start somewhere and you, you, you just want some, some stories or you're just looking to kind of uh, get into the lore or what have you, uh, we had uh, Nate Edison, uh, Liam was on here, Kind of commenting, giving some suggestions, talking about going back to uh, maybe maybe the old Republic series, the Darth Bane trilogy, starting kind of towards the beginning of the of the EU timeline and working your way forward. Um, Knights of the Old Republic uh, that was recommended by by Liam, just kind of going in there and playing some of that to get some of that uh, additional lore, uh, which which is which is great. There's there's tons of that. I, I've still have yet to play. I've watched all the all of the. Uh, what are they called uh, in in video games? Like the, the videos, clips, the, the cutscenes cut of uh, the Old Republic. Yeah, the the cutscenes of the Old Republic are like phenomenal. They are just gorgeous to watch and and really good. Right, right. Yeah, they're they're absolutely sick. So, um, but you guys can. Uh, so so yeah, starting there is great. I also think uh, starting with the Thrawn trilogy is great. And the reason I say that is because Thrawn has a character that has been brought back into new canon and is in the series Rebels. We have a new Thrawn trilogy that is canon, and I kind of have a feeling Thrawn may be in somehow referenced in The Mandalorian or in other works going forward. With uh, concerning Ezra Bridger, I, I have a feeling David Filoni is going to do something to wrap up that story or, or show us what happens, or I don't know. I, they, they left that so wide open and so open-ended that I'm really interested to see what goes down there. So if, if you want to get some, some background on, on Thrawn, 
reading the Thrawn trilogy is 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 really cool, and you kind of pick up in in uh, with with Luke Skywalker, Leia, Han, and and you can kind of see what happens right after or shortly after the Return of the Jedi. So uh, there's that. Uh, now Liam, our good friend Liam, who who we also talked to over on Bend the Knee, uh, he's he's one of our uh, uh, Bannerman, he's 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 on Raven's Nest all the time over there. Uh, mentioned that he had recently rewatched the prequel trilogy, something he hadn't done in years, and uh, mentioned that one and three are really good, two is decent. I think people say we've talked about this. Two is decent because of some of the awkwardness or what what have you. But the second half of that is once Anakin and Padme leave. Uh, Naboo. Yeah, there's still some there's still some awkwardness. Well, I mean, yeah, there is that one awkward scene but as they as they're go, as they're going out uh yeah, and they're ready to be executed, right? So there's a little awkward scene there. But I mean, that's, yeah. that's uh, you know, the, it's better. I think I think the the second yeah. half is is better. Although you've got, you know, you got scenes like Obi-Wan versus Jango Fett, which is right, Camino, which you and I talk about a lot. Yeah. There is there is the scene where you know Padme's shirt just gets a little more ripped and then a little more ripped and then a little like you know, yeah yep. and it's like uh, okay yeah. and then I mean yeah you get the you get the lightsaber fight the Anakin and Obi Wan and Yoda versus Count Dooku yeah yeah exactly which is which was epic I remember losing my mind over that um, he goes on to say though the overarching plot of the whole trilogy is very strong and ties to the universe in the original trilogy in a nice, respectful way, setting things up nicely. Um, yeah, there are moments th- which are ridiculous, especially in 3, but most of those are just uh, hilarious, um, over-the-top bad, so I, uh, I give them a pass because they aren't boring or annoying. Overall, I really like the prequel trilogy, some really nice stuff in there. So um, that was just him kind of hopping into the group, introducing himself, kind of talking about the prequels a little bit, and, and giving some of his thoughts. You know, I was at the the long expected party this weekend, which which, which I told you, and I, I said I ran into some, um, some some of our friends who listen to Bend the Knee, Hyperspace, and they also listen to another podcast that I'm on, um, an unexpected podcast. I was I was there, uh, Matt, and a a friend of mine, her name is Allie, told me that. Recently, she she hadn't really been into Star Wars, and uh, you know she kind of wanted to see what it was all about. She started with Episode One, not really knowing anything, right? Not, not she's like an adult, not not knowing anything about really Star Wars, which is not, which is the perfect place to start. I yeah, mean, it's you know yeah. that, that's the right where you should go. I I I almost got emotional listening to her talk about like how cool it was and how blown away she was by by everything that was happening. You know, and, and just by by what uh, you you know, just just seeing it, it it all laid out from start to finish, and and seeing Anakin's how much more emotional I guess it was, or she felt it was really emotional, just seeing Anakin fall to the dark side, and then you know, and then his redemption. Yeah, it was, it was like uh, I mean, yeah, it's the it's it's the question we you know you and I talk about when somebody who hasn't seen Star Wars, what route should you go? Yeah. Especially now that we have Solo and we have Rogue One. Right, right, yeah, as it keeps... Ex- I almost feel like if you were if you were doing it and you just and you wanted to skip, you know, 7, 8, and eventually 9, right? So you're just like, okay, I just want to watch 1 through 6, uh, but you want to include Solo and Rogue One, 
Solo, I don't think would make. Do you think it'd make more sense to watch? I feel like you could watch one through six, mm-hmm. and you could watch Rogue One in the middle, and it'd be per- It'd be fine. Yeah, because you see Darth Vader, and okay, it's it's fine. Right. Solo though is kind of the outlier because, yeah, it's almost like if you start with four, then you go back and you watch one through three, and then Solo, and like, and then and Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Because uh, then, then it feels more about that like Han Solo thing, or do you think it would still make sense if you did one through six yeah. as your first time ever watching it, and you did Rogue One and Solo in there as well? Yeah, I the, the, it just it's that's it's just so tough, right? Because you're especially you think about like showing it to it to a kid, and then have, having them understand that well that was Han Solo, he was younger. And then now here's him. He's still young. He's still young, actually. In, in, he's a little bit older, but not much, in, in, the, um, in A New Hope. But we have a different actor. You know, it's not. It's, so it'd be a little bit. It's just a little bit different. It is kind of the outlier. It is kind of a little bit different. It's, it changes It changes things a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's still cool. I mean, it's still. I still think if you were going to. If, if, if you're going to just watch the Skywalker saga. Yeah, one through six, that's just the best way to do it, and then you can watch the other additional ones later on. But if you Rogue One does fit in there nicely. It really does, and it doesn't actually disrupt yeah. much at well, all. I mean, I, I, think, I don't think Solo doesn't fit in there nicely. It's just it's kind of like, well, if you were watching Star Wars for the first time knowing nothing about it. Mm-hmm. I think you'd be And you I wanted think to you watch it in shocked. chronological order. Yeah, I think you would be shocked, though, that Darth Maul is alive. There's no explanation. Yes, you, you would. You would be absolutely yes, you, shocked. Yes, you would. But I think for a lot of people who like when, you know, my girlfriend watched it, mm-hmm. you know, who knows who doesn't, you know, she just watches the movies and doesn't, you know, doesn't, you know, doesn't obviously doesn't dive any deeper than the movies. Yeah. She's like, he's alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's shocking. Like, yeah, he's alive. Yeah, right, right, right. And and then, yeah, that causes you to go back. And, well, how did he how did how, how did he make it? Yeah. And then you're you're diving into the old TV shows and, and things like that. But. I don't know. I, I, I still recommend people go one, two, three, four, five, six, and and that's good. And then we can talk about the other add-ons and stuff. Uh, that doesn't hurt anything, but uh, it doesn't also hurt. It really doesn't hurt either. I, I guess to to watch Solo and then Rogue One and then Episode Four. It, it you know it doesn't doesn't hurt there either. So, but yeah, it is. People talk about it all the time. And and according to George Lucas, as I've said before, he's like, yeah, you watch it one, two, three, four, five, six. Duh, he's kind of like, you know. I know. Maybe we should watch it. Maybe maybe we should do a rewatch and do one through six with Rogue One and Solo in there. Yeah, we can see what that's like. I've never done that, so uh, yeah, we've we've been talking about you know leading into the uh, Rise of Skywalker needing to do a, a big, uh, you know, uh, marathon day. So I guess we'll yeah we'll have to do that. Uh, okay. Well, at this point, I think it'll have to be more than one day. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Weekend, yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll turn it into a weekend. Because uh, I used to say the best way to watch it would be four through three. Mm-hmm. You watch four, five, six, then Spaceballs, then <laughs> one, two, and three. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, while we're at it, we might as well throw in uh, Blue Harvest, something, something, Dark Side Guy, and It's a Trap, or whatever it is from the Family Guy. You know, get get all those worked in there, yeah. too. We, should, we need to do an episode on Spaceballs. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I haven't seen that in ages. 
Oh, it's been a super long time. Yeah. Use the Schwartz. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was ridiculous. That was a ridiculous movie. It's so oh. sad. It's like Pizza the Hut and yeah, like yeah. um Oh jeez. Like, they go to like dangerous speed or whatever. Right, right. That's cool. Um all right. So uh moving on here in the group, we have a couple polls. We have two polls we kinda wanna go over. Uh Adam Adam Parker created a poll and really just wanted to know people's favorite Star Wars song. Uh, we had options, you know, Duel of Fates, Imperial March, Ray's theme, Battle of Heroes, Across the Stars, and Cantina song. And the winner in that uh, poll was Duel of Fates. Because it's amazing. I 100% agree. Yeah. I mean, 12, 12 votes there. It was, it's, uh, that's, that's, uh, that's crazy to me. That's people's favorite Star Wars song. I mean, it's, it's epic. It's epic. I love it. I don't know if it's my favorite one that I would just play... We we do play it for hype sometimes before we start the show, so. But uh, Imperial March, I think, was one of the most well known, right? That's definitely what people what people know. Uh, I I I love Ray's theme. You guys will hear the outro sometimes. I love throwing uh, Ray's theme in there at the end. I think it's I think it's great. I could listen to that all day. And sometimes I I've played it at at school just for like background music. And, and my kids just they don't know if they don't know Star Wars. They're just like, this sounds great. What is this? So that it's just real, real pleasant, I guess. Uh, so yeah, yeah. There's that. Uh, now the big one, the, the the big one, the 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 thing we talk about all the time, and I love this because uh, this episode was was brought to you by Master uh, by uh, Jedi Knight uh, Jory Webb, and uh, he he kind of he hopped in here and he did the unthinkable. He uh, started a poll asking the question, uh, "Who is Ray?" <laughs> the uh, the almighty question, and. Uh, and so I thought we'd go over some of these, some of these uh, options here, which are which are ridiculous. I have a feeling your brother or he or someone created some of these responses because they're 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 ridiculous. Uh, so we have a force creation by Palpatine. We have uh, Jedi scum. Who created that? I mean, come on, that's yeah, that's that's hysterical. Um, nobody quit asking this question. Luke's daughter. I don't care. Make it happen. That was me, by the way. Uh, Skywalker, uh, the prince slash princess that was promised. Who the heck? <laughs> oh, Adam Parker. Okay, shout out to him. Uh, a clone, a Kenobi, a Palpatine, so on. Uh, so of those options, which one are you going with there, Matt? Which which one are we are we uh, a Force creation by Palpatine, Jedi scum. Well, I'm thinking more, you know, you and I have talked about it, the idea of her being a, a, a clone or the dark side person being a clone or, you know, something with that, that Palpatine creation. Okay. Yeah. A Palpatine creation. Yeah. Force creation by Palpatine. That was the, that was the winner that, that had the top votes. I mean, that was, people were starting to, to kind of, to, to, to really think that, you know, when you, when you start the Force Awakens, that's not what we, that's not what we think. And it's it's not uh, no. what, right. Well, you we've been we've been saying forever that you, it. Oh, who's her parents? It's got to be a uh, Luke or Leia or something. Yeah, yeah. And, and now, I mean, with with one cackle, Palpatine's back, and he's and he's he's all of a sudden he's the creator of Rey. Now there were some people who kind of hinted that. I mean, people were, you know, her 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 uh, Force vision. People were talking about all the characters who were in there. You had Obi Wan, you had Yoda, you had Luke, uh, and there was even. People were, were, were saying Palpatine. You could hear Palpatine, uh, or you could hear something that that referenced Palpatine. I can't remember which one that was, but they, they said that was there. 
in The Force Awakens. And I'm like, gee, many Christmas. People were getting really uh, right. technical with that. They were digging deep, I guess, to, to make that connection. But now it doesn't seem like it's uh, out, you know, out of the norm. Uh, that's that's the that's the winner, uh, you know, a force creation by Palpatine, and then uh, then I guess the 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 question there, well, so yeah, a force creation by Palpatine is different from a clone, right? Or would they would they could could, could they be the same thing? Well, I mean, Anakin is a you know, let's say, well, he is. I mean, he, he's he's created by the Force, is what we know of. Whether it's yeah. Palpatine's involvement or just the Force. Um, and that's obviously through a person, maybe not in like a test tube or something. Um, hmm. That'd be different than the clones, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because, yeah, clone, you're taking DNA, you're taking something from from someone else, and you're you're actually you're you're replicating them exactly. See, we get confused sometimes. I think people say, well. She was a she's a hand baby. She we use genetic material from Luke's hand <laughs> hand baby. Yeah, to to, to make uh, Ray or whatever. And it's like, what? How does that work? You know, I I, uh, I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a scientist or a whatever you're supposed to be to know the answer. To that Space question. scientist. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, so it just seems kind of odd uh, to me. I, I I think force creation makes that that could be. But then who was the who who was the mother, right? Who bore Ray? Like who? Like that? That's like. Did he use some? Is it just anyone? I mean, like, like how did he create Ray? If she's if she's a force creation, did he did he do it in some laboratory? And he just like where Maybe. where did he get the midichlorians from? I don't know. That's all stuff I kind of wonder about. Well, the midichlorians are in everything. Yeah, I know. But like, so he manipulates the midichlorians, you know, inside of. Uh, <laughs> What's the science? What is the science behind that? I mean, like, like the 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 virgin birth of Anakin Skywalker. Just kind of crazy, right? When you think about it, that he, he. Well, we don't know that he did that. We just assume. Sure, sure. But even the Force, right? It's just it's just creating. It just well, the Force can do whatever it wants. I don't know. It's like it's like magic. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I guess I guess then. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's just odd to think that because because we like Shmi Skywalker. She's she's she seemed like a good mother who was was doing everything she could for her son. She she uh, she she had there was no father. She she didn't know. Uh, she she became pregnant and uh, that's all we really know. But like with Ray, we have no idea who her parents are. That, that it seems odd to me that that they're going to be that you would have someone like a uh, like a Shmi Skywalker who would. Right. Bear who would uh, basically carry this child, uh, leave this child on Jakku, and we would never see that person, never know anything about that person. You know what I'm saying? That that seems kind of odd, doesn't it? Right. Yeah, it does. So no, it does. Th- that's why I think I've always leaned towards like, well, it has to be someone on screen. We have to know who this person is, or or she really is just someone who was dropped off, but she wasn't created by the Force. I just feel like if the Force created Ray, and she was carried by you know whoever well the force could the force could create her it could just say well let's have these two people come together and it it, yeah, it could it totally could but what i'm saying is that like why didn't uh like it just it's interesting that they're not significant i i don't know or that they're not even we never get to see them we don't know anything about them well we may we may in this next movie we may that's true we may um well it could be kira man you never know yeah wow that yeah we've 
people have been trying to make that uh, that connection for sure. So I don't know. To me, I I, I think uh, someone we had some we had some comments here. Let me see if I can find those real quick. Uh, yeah. So uh, Liam, yeah, and, and Jory were kind of going back and forth, just discussing uh, the idea that maybe. Um, well, Jory was like, you know, he said he said that he would really like for her to be Luke Skywalker's uh, daughter. Um, that's the fanboy in him, the the golden hero, the kid part of me. But to be honest, I think uh, I think I will like it no matter what, as long as the story is told well. Uh, Liam goes on to say, I don't like the association with the original trilogy and the new films at all, but that's because I feel like the new films um, are kind of disrespectful to the universe and the characters of the originals. So there we go. I'm also a fan. Wow. Yeah, I'm also a fan of uh, of of Luke. It's yeah. It's just sort of uh, yeah. It's a it's it's a rarity. So I don't know. It it, it is kind of far fetched to think that it's going to be Luke's daughter. That's what I want. And I'm kind of like Jory. I, I I really want that to be the for them to make that work somehow. But it's just it's too hard. And one thing that Daisy Ridley said after the Force Awakens is she thought it was obvious. She thought that it was obvious who her parents were based upon that film. Well, Luke Skywalker is not in that Dagon film, really. I mean, he's at the very, very end. Um, yeah, the, the, this this cliffhanger. We see one interaction between those two. We see all these interactions between between her and Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher. And so I thought, well, that's that's got to be it, right? If that's got to be, she has to somehow be related to them. We, we know that they've had a child, that they can't, that they were, were married and that they were together. We don't know anything about her and Luke. We don't know what Luke's been doing. It sounds like he's just been a hermit doing his own thing. Uh, he, he, he lost the Jedi Academy uh, that, that he built and he I mean, went is it, to. Is it possible yeah. that you know Han and Luke had a baby that maybe Han didn't know about? Um. Because he's flying all over the galaxy. Remember you talked about Oh, you mean him and Leia? Yeah, sorry. You said Luke. Yeah. Him and Leia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, is it possible? Yeah, I mean, that would be I, the 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 way you would explain that. What would be kind of cool is 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 if Leia had some foresight Gives, and knew that she had right. to hide this child, or yeah, I mean, when did that when when would she have had that child? I mean, was was he gone? And then how does is is it a secret that maybe Ben knew that his father didn't know about? You see, yeah. because he said, because remember, he does say what girl he is sort of obsessed with the idea that there's a girl on Jakku. And so maybe if Han was truly gone and, and, and Ben's being raised by his by his mother and eventually sent to the academy. Uh, and, and maybe one of the times that Han comes back, she ends up being pregnant and he's gone for more than nine months. Maybe he is sort of, uh, you know, out, out there and, and gets, uh, you know, he gets in all sorts of uh, pickles and stuff. Maybe he, he got uh in, in 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 a tight spot and couldn't couldn't get back in time and so she has a child but then after that birth she realizes that there's she has a vision and realizes she needs to hide this child away that a bit, the problem is I don't know how they would explain that in this movie with with her passing and stuff and I don't know who could tell us that other than if she Well told maybe they Luke. maybe that I mean obviously that wasn't the that wasn't the plan from Force Awakens and Force maybe the plan for Force Awakens was which we will find out from Leia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, you know, we have to And then what do we do? Yeah. Figure it out. Right. And what what I'm saying is what could they do in this movie? I think in this movie they could tell us that through Lando. They could tell us that through Luke. He could come back and explain that like she did 
she had a vision, she had a premonition, she was trying to avoid or, or trying to do something. The force was guiding her to protect her child, and so she hid this child from everyone. That's possible. That's possible. It would be kind of, uh, we would need someone to explain her absence and where she was, and all of that would have had to happen well before the events in, in the novel Bloodlines, and we would need to kind of figure out what when, when all that went down. Han leaves. He's with. He's out with Chewie. They're doing their thing, and uh, yeah, and may, maybe Ben does remember. Maybe that's part of why he's he's upset. Maybe he thinks that he lost um, his his sibling because his father was gone, and he do, maybe Leia dis, doesn't tell him why she has to uh, hide away this this other child. You right. Know? That's the crazy thing with the Force is that if the Force sends them some type of vision. It can cause you to do crazy things, right? I mean, it, it's it's what causes Anakin to want to go to the dark side because he's having premonitions uh, about Padme's death. Now, whether those were planted there by Palpatine or whatever, or if he, if he was really seeing the future, whatever, that, that happens to him. It happens to Luke. It causes Luke to uh, leave his, abandon his training and, and almost um, ruin everything by, by, by going to Bespin, Cloud City, to save his friends. And even even Master uh, Yoda can't really really see all the possibilities or, or understand exactly what's going to happen. The dark side clouds everything. The Force is always in motion. Uh, so if if Leia had something like that, if she had some Force vision or premonition, I could totally see her trying to save Rey. Or, or but you know, and then people are going to say, well, well, why is she on Jakku? Why would you just leave her there? Uh, the person she left. I mean, I I, I don't know exactly, but. Lor Santeca's there, and th- and he's someone that's that's why is Lor San right. why here's a question why is why he there? is Lor Santeca on Jakku what is going on what I mean seriously 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 Matt why why is what what is he doing there he's hanging out hanging out with Ray man protecting her be- because it's like he's supposed to be a member of the Church of the Force. He's supposed to be this guy who goes around and finds these artifacts, helps put the Kyber crystals back in the Jedi temples. I mean. That's what he was an explorer. He was, but he ends up spending his, uh, you know, retirement or his old age on Jakku. That just, and, and then, so this is a, a very trusted individual. This is someone who he has a map to Luke Skywalker. How did he get the map? Right? How did Lor Santeca get the map? He gets, I don't know, man. So, so I mean, those the, these are the questions we need answers to. Somebody call Mike Zero. Somebody call, He'll so, know. Because, because no, I, it, I'm, I'm glad we're back here because I keep, I, like, after The Last Jedi, I kind of got sighted. I had a lot of stuff built up in my head about him and about what was happening and, and, and what, all, you know, all of this stuff. It's it, We still didn't get a lot of things answered. We got a lot more questions. We don't know why she was on Jakku. Uh, I, I just think there's a connection. It's it's too there's too many there's too much coincidence there right you've got Ray on the planet growing up you've got the Millennium Falcon is there for crying out loud I don't care if Duquesne stole it from the Irving boys or whoever which is what they they did a little comic to kind of explain that he actually did you know uh, what the uh, Han Solo does kind of get duped or whatever and and they do actually steal the Falcon from him but why the heck is it on how what are the odds it's on Jakku. Lor Santeca's there. They send Poe Dameron, the most trusted pilot they have, to go get a map to Luke Skywalker. 
and she's just there. She, yeah, man. You know, the force wills as the force sees or yeah, weaves. Weaves <laughs> the pattern, my friend. The it's oh, it's all it's all connected. So I don't know. That's that's why I, th- there's something going on there, and I think if you wanted to explain why Ray was there and, and and why Leia or Han or whoever, even Luke, would allow her to be there unprotected or just on her own, I don't think she was. I think she was being watched and she was being, you know, supervised. It's sort of like Luke is being raised by his uncle. That's a little bit different. He does have direct sort of supervision. But Obi-Wan is nearby, always nearby, and can sense him and can understand, you know, knows what's going on. Maybe she had that much faith in, in Laura Santeca. I don't know. So, sorry, guys. I just kind of wanted to rant there and I and, uh, was thinking through, you know, how, uh, how, how Ray could be, I guess, a solo and how she could be a part of that Skywalker bloodline. Uh, you know, I mean, I think she Leia, is. Through Leia. Well, no, I don't. I don't. I don't. I. I don't think she's part of it. Yeah. What do you? Because that kills really my Raylo, man. I'm. I, well, I'm. I'm still all into the Raylo thing. I think they're gonna hook up. Yeah. I. I wouldn't be. And yeah. I think. I think Raylo's the the key. And if you make them like brother and sister or cousin. Yep. Then it kills it. Right. Right. I mean, unless they're just gonna go down that route. Well, like, like you're. <laughs> Targaryens is what you talking about? You talk. I mean, I mean, hey, why not? I mean, hey, why not? You're already hiring Dan and Dave from Game of Thrones. You might as well just add in some, yeah. you know, Jamie Christmas, whatever. Good, hey, whatever. I mean, I, I would, I, I, I would, I would probably stop watching. I've never, <laughs> I've never said that there's something that they would do in Star Wars that would make me make me stop watching. But if they pulled a a uh, you know Targaryen um, <laughs> situation, incest inc- angle, yeah, I would, I would be out. I would have to stop watching. I think. Oh gosh, but anyways, I, I don't know. Like I, I like the idea of Rayla of of Raylo too. I I think that would be kind of kind of neat. So maybe they do go with it. Yeah. So I, yeah. So I I don't I, I don't think you can have you know mm-hmm. Kylo Ren and and Ray be siblings and still and still do Raylo as in them and like getting together, which is what I think is going to happen. So yeah. I think she's either just a nobody or she's a clone or something. Yeah. It's just weird that she's like our hero in this third and final act and she's no one. When in the first act our hero was our fallen hero our hero who ends up falling is Anakin. And then at, then his son is next. You know, his 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 son um and then now I know we're kind of following like maybe his his um his grandson in in Ben Solo. So he's there. But it's just a little different. I don't know. It's, I yeah. I don't know. I guess you could say that Obi Wan was also sort of the one of the heroes, and he wasn't related to the Skywalkers in any way. He was just there, and he was a part of this whole story uh, in in one, two, and three. But you see what I'm saying? How it's just how it just when you look when you look at those in in the in those three parts, it's just like how can she be no one? She's our main character. I don't know. They don't, I mean, I'm just talking about symmetry, you know, and whether they would be, uh, w- would you want to keep it similar in some way? Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, do you think do you think Kylo Ren and Rey make it out of the movie alive? Mm. Do you think both of them, or do you? Th- wow. Uh, I do. Wow. 
I don't know, man. I don't know. See, I don't really even know what I what I actually want because you say you want Raylo, which would mean yes, they have to kind of stay together, and then Ben Demption happens, and that's all good and well. I have always just wanted the name Skywalker to continue, and the only way I can think for that to happen would be if Ray's a Skywalker. But then it really doesn't matter. The, the name Skywalker is is done, right? Unless they're gonna, unless she's gonna have a child, and they're gonna, that child's gonna take the Skywalker name, and she's a Skywalker. Am I right about that? Like. Like it's gonna be the, the uh, like the solo name will, will kind of continue from here on out. The Skywalker name is it died with Luke, right? Well, I mean, maybe I don't know. It's called the you know the, it's the end of the Skywalker saga, Rise of Skywalker. Right, but but I guess like if if Ray were to if Raylo happens and oh, I'm sorry, no, e- even if Raylo doesn't happen, and Ray just let's say Ben dies and and Ray is wins, she defeats Kylo Ren, the Supreme Leader, she defeats the First Order. Like, if she were to marry, I guess, like another Force-sensitive individual or whoever, not that she has to, but typically, traditionally anyways, they've taken the other person's name. Even Jaina Solo uh, in in the EU, it, she became, um, it was uh, Fell. Well, last name okay, was hear, Fel. okay, hear me out, hear me out on this. Yeah. Um... Here's how it could happen: you know, Rise of Skywalker with Rey being the Skywalker, okay, and her possibly being like a clone, right? Okay, you know, like with the hand or whatever, whether it's Anakin or Luke or Leia's DNA or you know whatever. Um, you could still have a really cool angle with her and Luke, um, in that kind of father daughter mentorship. Mm-hmm. If it is Luke, um, think back to uh, Logan. Right, yeah, the movie Logan. Yep, where you know Hugh Jackman's Wolverine, which is, by the way, Logan is a phenomenal uh, movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he's he's basically you know Patrick Stewart's Professor Xavier is like Logan. She's your daughter. He's not really her his daughter, Mm -hmm. but she's like essentially a clone, like a test tube, you know, baby clone of his DNA. Mm -hmm. Um, and but that's kind of the whole movie is he's basically like her father. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of that like relationship. I mean, that may be something that they could, you know, they could it could be something similar to that. Like if they do go with it's Ray and it's Luke's daughter, whether it's genetically or actually. Yeah. That could be something that'd be cool. Well, look, 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 yeah, that would be that would be really cool. Now, let me ask you a question. If let's say Ray wins and in this movie, she meets some character named uh, Kyle Kenobi. OK, let's call him Kyle Kenobi. And. <laughs> and, and and they end up getting married, and so after this, going into episode 10, maybe, or, or the Skywalker saga continues, it's like, if Rey, let's say she's a Skywalker, Rey Skywalker marries Kyle Kenobi, what's the name of that child that they're going to have? Would it be, let, let's say his name is Ben. Is it going to be Ben Skywalker or is it going to be Ben Kenobi? What, 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 what would they call the child, I guess? See, that's my thing. I, and I don't, Kenobi hyphen Skywalker. It could be. Okay, we live in, we live in a postmodern and world. And I'm all for know, that. They don't... I'm, 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 I'm all for that. I guess that's my thing. I've always been – I just love the name. I, I love the name Skywalker. And so I'm always just like, how do they keep that going? And I think a lot of people have said, well, hey, Ez, it's going to be the idea that uh, she's creating a new order of Skywalkers. So there you go. You get your – like like this is an order of skywalkers and and it's his skywalker legacy continues and that's kind of neat uh and then maybe the solo bloodline or name kind of continues on with with uh, ben coming back and ben solo being redeemed and and 
maybe the head of the, the the head of this new order. Maybe he's the new head of the of the Skywalker Academy or something like that. That would be kind of cool. I guess that's why I always get kind of hung up on like this is this, the the Skywalker saga has a start and an end. You've got Shmi Skywalker uh, who has Anakin Skywalker, who then has Luke Skywalker, who doesn't have any offspring, and that name dies with him. Uh, but it's it's it lives on in his academy or an academy that Ray creates. Or something like that. Like, I guess after episode nine, you will have no one else in the galaxy, as far as we know, unless there was other relatives of Skywalkers, of other Shmi Skywalkers. Like, we don't. Who else would be called Skywalker? In 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 the galaxy, no one. It's done and over. We're not going to do it anymore. And that sometimes just makes me kind of like, like, ah, oh, man, I I I want there to be more. I want there to be a legacy. But uh, yeah, I don't know. That's that's where I'm at. And I get that we're in a post. You know that's a. Like, you know, hyphenated that she doesn't have to take Kyle Kenobi's last name. We could actually call the, the she could pass on her last name. I, I, and I'm all for that. I'm just, you know, just throwing it out there, my friend. You see what I'm saying? Hey, man, I see, I see what you're saying, but. Yeah, but she's not know. a Skywalker, is she? So it doesn't matter. <laughs> she's not. Let's be honest. She's not a Skywalker. I mean. It doesn't even, it's, you know, it's it's not going to matter. The Rise of Skywalker is Anakin Skywalker coming back to defeat Palpatine, and Luke Skywalker is there counseling Rey and mentoring her. And The Rise of Skywalker is C-3PO. I don't know how many times that's say it. He literally rises in the trailer. He's literally a Skywalker. It's pretty straightforward. It's, yeah, you're right. It's just, like the for, it's just like the Force Awakens. Who awakens? R2-D2. Right. I mean, it's straightforward, man. Yeah. You got me. That's true. Yeah. It's settled. It's settled then. So... All right, sorry guys. I went on a little rant there. I just, uh, I don't know, man. You guys, I'm a, I'm a true Luke Skywalker fanboy, and I just love the, I love the EU, and that's what's influencing all of my thoughts there. <laughs> just, I love, I love the extended universe so much that I want some elements of it to to kind of trickle in and be, be a part of this. But uh, it's gonna be epic, man. It's it's all about the story, and it's it's just gonna be a cool story. Um, there doesn't have to be a love. There doesn't have to be a love interest. There doesn't have to be a continuation of the legacy. It's just, it's it's Anakin Skywalker's story, really, right? It's his story, um, his redemption, and then now it's him dealing with with uh, some of, you know, him, him falling to the dark side. He didn't fully, I don't know. He he, he defeats air quote defeats Palpatine, but does he? And now we're back, uh, and his his grandson is going to have to finish what he started. So so there we go. Woo! All right, all right, all right, man. Yeah, I think that's it, my friend. Woo! All right. Well, I gotta thank uh, Ez here for. I've got. I got. I got space sickness, man. I'm like. Yeah, you okay? I'm like, I'm just hey, man. I, I've had to hit the mute button like forty times here. So. Uh, Holy cow, dude! Um, po- apologies there. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. <clears throat> Uh, so uh hey man th- thanks for thanks for rocking the episode so um <laughs> all right guys well uh we want to thank you for hanging out in hyperspace and our next episode we'll be continuing to assess your transmissions so be sure to send us your star wars theories origin stories or your favorite memories from a galaxy far far away if you like our podcast don't forget to subscribe like us write a review leave a comment or send us a transmission at hyperspacehangout at gmail.com We will see you in a week, and remember that traveling through hyperspace ain't like dusting crops.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.